the UK and Germany have released a joint call for a sustainable ceasefire in Gaza, while French Foreign Minister Catherine Colonna says an immediate truce is necessary. The statements form part of a building international momentum as more and more of the world's leaders call for a curtailment of violence against Palestinian civilians. And within Israel, demands to pause fighting and secure the release of hostages are becoming louder. But Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu remains staunch that Israel will not stop until the threat posed by Hamas is quashed. His words are translated. Without the military pressure, we would not have succeeded in creating an outline that led to the release of 110 hostages. And only continued military pressure will lead to the releases of all of our hostages. My directive to the negotiating team is based on this pressure, without which we would have nothing. Meanwhile, four major shipping companies have stopped vessels passing through the Red Sea due to recent attacks from Yemen's Houthi rebels. Approximately 12% of the world's traded goods pass through the route, which connects the Mediterranean and Indian Ocean via the Suez Canal. I spoke earlier with the BBC's security correspondent Frank Gardner from Jerusalem. He told me there was a deep feeling of unease within Western Western countries about the mounting death toll in Gaza. Definitely, we are seeing a hardening up of the language. The French foreign minister, who was in town uh, today during over the weekend uh, in Israel time, uh, has gone further, not just asking for a sustainable ceasefire, which is what Britain and Germany have asked for. They're asking for, demanding, in fact, an immediate ceasefire, which brings France into line with most of the rest of the world. Do you know if there's any negotiations underway in regards to any variation of a ceasefire? I think we're at the stage of talks about talks. So the hostage relatives have been gathering for the last few days and they've now set up a permanent presence in Tel Aviv to send the message to their government that, you look, your current policy of exerting force on Hamas isn't working in bringing our hostages out alive. We want to see them alive, not coming out in body bags, they're saying, their words. And they continually keep being told by the Israeli government, look, the only way to get these hostages out is to put pressure on Hamas. The relatives point to the the fact during the seven-day lull, that temporary truce that we saw at the end of November, over 100 hostages came out alive. So they want negotiations to resume, but it's not going to be easy, Charlotte, because Hamas have issued a statement on Sunday saying, here are our conditions. We want an immediate end to the uh, immediate ceasefire, and then we'll talk about returning the hostages. Israel would see that as capitulation, a surrender, and I very much doubt they would agree to that. So this negotiations could well begin. We have seen uh, reports in the Israeli media that the head of Mossad, that's Israeli intelligence, has met in Europe in the last few days with the Qatari prime minister. Qatar, of course, brokered the last lot of peace talks that were successful. And they said that they have had a meeting to talk about resuming negotiations. But I think it's too soon to say that they're underway. Another facet of this conflict is is now turning to the threats to commercial shipping. Can we talk about the drone in the Red Sea? Yeah, this is a real problem. This is exactly one way in which people had feared this conflict could metastasize and spread across the Middle East. 
So what's happening here is that the, the Houthis, who are a mountainous tribal militia from northern Yemen, backed by Iran, they seized power illegally in Yemen nine years ago. And Iran has been supplying them with missiles and drones and the technology and know-how to use them. And in support of what they say is their, their brethren um, in Gaza, they have been attacking any shipping they believe to be either commercially owned by Israel or state-owned by Israel, or indeed any shipping that is calling at Israeli ports. And in some cases, they've got this completely wrong. In others, they fired at ones with tenuous links. Either way, they are basically uh, sitting there on the coast of the Southern Red Sea, firing these missiles, not only at shipping, but also towards Israel. Now, most of these drones are getting shot down by U.S. and occasionally British and French, uh, even Egyptian warships. Um, but it's it's a problem. And Israel wants America to hit those missile launch sites. The U.S. is reluctant to do that because they think that Iran would probably retaliate and then the war could even spread to the point that it, it, it becomes a direct confrontation between Iran and the U.S., which is exactly what everyone is trying to avoid in this war. That's BBC's security correspondent Frank Gardner.